morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. And more importantly, Merry Christmas. It's so fun that Christmas is on a Saturday this year. It's uh, It makes it kind of an extra special day. Um, this is going to be an extra special episode because for the first time ever, instead of one host, instead of two hosts, we've got all four hosts on the episode to chit chat. What's up, everybody? Not one host, not two hosts, not three hosts. We got four today. Yes, sir. Your boy Ellis has arrived. I got my little, you know, Santa garb ball. You can't see it right now, but you know, I got my whole drip off for the, for the holidays and all that. Jill, what's going on with you, sis? I'm here in Ohio. been here for about a month looking forward to coming back to Georgia, but I'm spending Christmas here. Um, and I think it, I'm excited because um, it's going to be my first cold, hopefully snowy Christmas um, in about 10 years. Yeah, me and Charlie, we are being tortured by 30 degree weather. I'll I'll leave the weather, you know, my weather situation. I'm going to leave it out of this because... Yeah, what's it like? Tell us what's it like in what's it like in San Diego today, Bo? You know, it, 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 it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I've got golf in my near future. I'll leave it at that. All right, and I'll hop back in. Um, and so for today's episode, because as you may have noticed during the holiday season, sometimes news slows down a little bit. We want to just share some of our favorite Christmas moments across popular culture um, and sports and also dive into some of the sporting events that might happen today. As always, we're going to start with a couple of anniversaries. First of all, on this day in 2013, arguably one of the best movies of the 21st century, uh, Wolf of Wall Street came out on this day in 2013. It's like in the scheme of Martin Scorsese's movies, I would argue that it's sort of a knockoff Goodfellas, but I do love Wolf of Wall Street. But I mean, I take Goodfellas any day of the week over Wolf of Wall Street, but we do got to talk about it. And it's a recommendation for the day. Bo, any thoughts about Wolf of Wall Street for me? We actually were bringing it up on the podcast just a few days ago because we kind of talked about the Punisher's character and how over time you have these criminals who become glorified by the public and it's so bizarre that now even the real Jordan Belfort is making a name and profiting off of this story when in reality he was stealing money from a lot of different people the movie's a little too long for my liking it's a little exhausting to watch but damn it's a damn good movie if martin scorsese he he's got the secret sauce you know a bunch you make a bunch of guys do bad stuff and you play rock and roll music you know that's how you make a movie thank you martin elton what are the anniversaries we got today we got a somber one for you guys on this day in 2006 the godfather of soul james brown passed away this one sticks out to me, especially because my father is the biggest James Brown fan of all time. And I believe I was born on the same day as him. So this makes sense. And the day we got those news, we immediately headed to the Apollo Theater in Harlem. And just the outpouring of love that was there for him was just immense. And James Brown is just pretty much an important figure in my life because I damn near know all the songs because my dad plays them relentlessly. And I love every last one of them. So once again, recipe to James Brown passed away in 2006, the almighty godfather of soul. Yeah, and speaking of uh, the Apollo, James Brown Live at the Apollo, I feel like is the greatest live album of all time, in my opinion. One of my favorite albums of all time. And just like on a very short list of live album performances where it is just... My goodness. Banger after banger. banger, after banger. Yeah. Um, with that, so we're going to hop into some of our favorite holiday episodes of TV shows. Entertainment. So we've actually got an article on site. If you want to read our uh, our TV editor, Elizabeth Pagano, put together this really great list of her favorite 25 holiday episodes of all time. But we want to talk about some of ours real quick. Um, I'm going to start. My favorite is from one of my favorite shows from 30 Rock, the episode Luda Christmas, which is season two, episode nine. 
I just feel like it's one of Tracy Morgan's best episodes in the show. It's also a really great episode because it features Jack Donaghy, uh, who played by Alec Baldwin, his mom, who's one of my favorite characters on the show. She's played by Elaine Stritch, um, who RIP, she passed away last year, I believe. And her performance in the show is just, I have really mean kind of grandparents that sort of remind me of her. And she's just like so rude and mean, but still lovable. Um, and her performances are some of my favorite across all of TV. And that episode, Ludacrismas, is just such a banger. Just family vibes, just the good stuff of Christmas and the bad stuff. And it makes me laugh every time. So I want to watch it today. Elton, what's your favorite holiday Christmas episode of television? So shout out to MTV2 because I can turn on that channel at like 2 a.m. And they're showing like an old 90s sitcom rerun of some kind. And usually they show Martin. Martin's one of my favorite sitcoms from back in the 90s. And they have this Christmas episode from season one, episode 15. I saw Jeannie kissing Santa Claus. I love it because Martin and the whole squad pretty much reenact the whole first Christmas story with the whole birth of Christ. And Gina has like, you know, the pregnant tummy. They're trying to check into a hotel. And the way they did it was so dope, man. Martin and his whole squad, man. The way they reenacted that story was amazing. So Martin, shout out to you guys for doing an amazing Christmas episode in your very first season. So go to for that. Oh, Bo. I know you got a good one. Which, which one you got? I don't know how many of you have seen the TV show The League, but I think what the show does so well is show the sides of our lives that we maybe don't like to admit all the time, but the show follows a group of friends who are in a fantasy football league together. And like many of us, and I'm sure many of the listeners, it is fantasy football playoffs as we speak. And so the show kind of dives into the episode is I think season two, episode 12. It's Kegel the Elf. And uh, it's a rather inappropriate episode, but one of the funniest episodes of television I've probably ever seen. And the there's a husband and wife, Jenny and Kevin. They have a daughter who goes to school. Her behavior is becoming worrisome to the teacher. And the teacher believes that the parents might be too involved in their fantasy football league and not paying enough attention to their kid. And the child is asked to draw a picture of her hero. And she draws Cadillac Williams, the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on her photo. So just an absolutely hilarious episode of television. And then at the very end, you get the freak out when the fantasy commissioner, uh, Kevin loses in the playoffs and he freaks out unlike anything else. It's a curse machine. He's just bleep after bleep after bleep and it's on Christmas. It's just it's beautiful. If if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. Highly recommend it. I'm kind of stumped because there isn't like a specific Christmas Day television episode that kind of stands out in my mind as being my favorite because I'm definitely more of like a Christmas movie girl. And so like I know it's going to be a cop out because everybody loves this movie. Uh, I haven't met anybody that hasn't, but my favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone just because Kevin McAllister was a really resourceful dude. Like anytime I think that I might be smart, <laughs> I, I watch Home Alone and I'm like, oh, well, Kevin McAllister was smart. Like, how did he think of all these things? And when I was a kid, like everybody would annoy me because I kind of lived in a house full of people the same way he did. And I wanted to be left alone. And so it's like I kind of related to him in that way. Like it was one of my favorite movies and uh, I still watch it to this day. It's it's a annual tradition with my family where we kind of just get hot chocolate and watch Home Alone. Uh, Jail, a woman of fine culture. I love it. Okay, then we want to hop over into sports. 
Sports. I feel like a lot of sports fans know this, but Christmas Day, especially in the NBA, is really a big day um, because they always have a lot of fun games. And so with that being the case, there have been a lot of historic games. And one of my favorite moments from all time Christmas games, I can't say that I watched this game because it is uh, 13 years before I was born. But as a lifelong Knicks fan and the son of a lifelong Knicks fan, I just know that on this day in 1984, Bernard King scored 60 points for the Knicks. I think it has been a very long time since a Knicks has scored 60 points since 1984. Um, I think it's been a long time since we've gotten any sort of Knicks dominance headline, uh, maybe since the 90s. This game is actually during Bernard King's season where he went on to average, I believe, 33 points and leading the league 33 points a game, which is pretty crazy. But he scored 60 points in the New York Knicks lost to the Nets on Christmas Day. They lost 121-14, which is still sort of telling of the Knicks legacy. Even in this moment, celebrating a 60 point game, still have to acknowledge that they lost the game. So that's my favorite Christmas Day memory, just because any time where I get to talk about a New York Knicks playing well, it's a nice little escapism for me. JL, what do you got? I do have an article on site that's kind of rounding out um, what I thought were some of the best games in NBA history on Christmas Day. I don't want to spoil it and give the whole article away, so I'll just give away a couple of my favorites that were on there. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a big Cleveland Cavaliers fan and Cavs Warriors 2016. Um, is one of my favorites. And there was just a lot that was kind of riding on that game. Um, It was the NBA Finals rematch, but it looked a little bit different because Kevin Durant had joined over that summer for during the free agency period. And it was going to be the first time that the two were meeting with Kevin Durant in the first time that they were meeting in the finals. So it was like, there's a lot of anticipation, a lot of hype. It was at the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, home arena, which was pretty cool because the Cavs didn't really get to celebrate their championship at home. They had the parade and everybody showed out, but when they won, it was at Oracle. So it was like their first real celebration. There were some similarities there. If you guys don't remember, Kyrie Irving was the one that essentially hit the game winning shot in game seven of the NBA finals. LeBron sealed it with like an extra free throw, but it was Kyrie that that kind of propelled them over because it was a tie game all the way up until that 52 second mark. Yes, I remember it was the 52 second. Um, and in this game, Kyrie Irving did it again. He hit the game winner and that was pretty cool to have those similarities there. And I think personally, I'm not just saying this because I'm, well, I might be a little bit biased, but I think personally that that game was the best that we've had in the in recent years. And of course, you can attribute some of that to COVID because you haven't been able to have like the atmosphere and the matchups and it's been up and down and probably won't even be the same this year like you were talking about earlier. But it was probably like the last great Christmas Day matchup that I think we're going to have for a little while. And so that was probably my number one favorite. My number two is Kobe versus Mello Christmas Day 2012. That was when Mello was on the Knicks. Uh, Obviously, Kobe remained a Laker his entire career. And it was just pretty cool because um, I did a video on this with uh, our TikTok guy, Benji, who's really, really good. And Kobe and Mello, they were very similar. Like you could say that Mello had that quote unquote Mamba mentality. And it's like, even though he looked up to Kobe and admired Kobe, he never shied away from the opportunity to compete against him and he felt like the same way Kobe felt like he could go up against Jordan 
and Melo felt like he could take Kobe. And so every just about every single matchup of theirs was a battle. They say Christmas Day games are supposed to be lighthearted and fun, but there's a little bit of bragging rights when you do win on on Christmas Day. And so they both they both went at it. And Kobe Kobe got got the win in the end with the Lakers. But it was it's probably my favorite because they both scored the same amount of points. I think that was like 34 points. So check out the rest of the list on on 137pm.com. And I think Arden, our, uh, one of our sports writers, is going to be writing something for Christmas Day as well. So just stay tuned on the site. Yeah. And speaking of NBA Christmas games, we're going to give you a little preview of some of our favorite games that will occur today. Um, some of these times are subject to change because due to ongoing COVID situation, um, the NBA did acknowledge earlier in the week that it's possible that some of the games would change times. But the game that I'm most excited about, and I know Bo is excited about, is Knicks Hawks. It's going to take place at noon. Bo, what do you think? It just feels like the Knicks are in this because of the rivalry that was created during last year's postseason, right? Like the 76ers don't get to play on Christmas Day, and I'm sure they're not too happy about it. But when you look at what the Knicks and Hawks were able to draw during last year's postseason, it would be hard not to put them on Christmas Day. You know it's going to be rowdy. You know there's going to be a lot of trash talk going on. And you know Trey Young wants that game, right? And the Knicks want to clap back at the Hawks. So, you know, I'm a Bucks fan and I'm excited about Celtics Bucks, but at the end of the day, like, this is probably the game that I think will have the most juice to it. Yeah, I agree. I think when they first scheduled this also, we anticipated the Knicks being a little bit better through this season than they have ended up being. But nonetheless, I do agree that this has been one of the most fun rivalries just because Trey Young is such a character and such a, uh, for lack of a better term, asshole. But I love him. I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, just that's sort of his persona and I think that it has made this rivalry so fun because when he hit them with the with the sh at the at MSG last year I mean it was insane and I I know a lot of Knicks fans hate him for it but I kind of loved him for it because I just can't believe how well he played at MSG um so I'm really excited about that game but then just to round out the rest of the day um the Celtics and Bucks will be facing off 2:30 Eastern the Warriors Suns which I'm really excited for I feel like that's been a fun rivalry to watch through this season because they've been two of the best teams in the league the two best teams in the West um, and then Nets Lakers at 8 p.m., which will probably not be as great of a game as we anticipated due to a lot of players who will not be playing due to the ongoing situation. Um, and then Mavs Jazz at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. But if none of these games live up to the hype, check out some of the games that JL talked about. A lot of good clips on YouTube of games from Christmas Day past. All right, guys, thanks for checking in for today's episode. For more details on these stories and so much more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all our social media platforms. We'll be back again tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. 